Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast. I'd like to start today by introducing you to our new sponsor, Book Notes. If you're looking to better yourself in 2020, Book Notes can help. They make it quick and easy to learn from the most successful leaders, entrepreneurs, doctors, relationship experts, and more. With the Book Notes app, you can read or listen to 15-minute summaries of all the books you like to read for a fraction of the actual book price. And Book Notes doesn't only provide great book summaries, they also summarize current news, historical news, and documentaries, with brand new items added to their growing library each week. Whether you want to apply game-changing ideas to improve important aspects of your life, or keep up to date with the latest developments in business, science, health, tech, history, and culture, Book Notes has you covered. Get smarter faster. Start your free 7-day trial of Book Notes today by downloading the app at the iTunes Store or for Android phones, Google Play. For quick access, click the link in the show notes of today's podcast. Thank you. Today's reading was edited and adapted from Success and How to Win It by B.F. Austin, published in 1904. All people desire success, but few attain their desire. Yet success along some line is a possibility in every life. The fact that some attain success despite their unfavorable early environment, their ill health, misfortune, and friendless condition, proves that the way is open to all who will find the path and follow it. Success is the rightful heritage of every life, and while doubtless all cannot reap the same measure of success in precisely the same lines, there is no question but that 99 unsuccessful people in every hundred might find and pursue a path to power, peace, and plenty. No one should give way to pessimism. Everyone should form the mental habit of optimistic thought. There are many possibilities of success to every individual. The limitations of our lives are made by our ignorance, our fear, and our self-distrust. Success is possible to the person who can overcome their ignorance, their fear, and learn to trust in themselves, awakening their powers and harmonizing themselves with nature. The vast majority of people make the fatal mistake of judging life, their own and others, by environments, of estimating their possibilities of success by their surroundings. This is a lamentable error, and contrary to all true philosophies of life. Successful lives grow from within outward. Every person must be happy, rich and successful in thought, purpose and desire before they become so in the realities of their everyday life. Our lives are molded by our thoughts. Our outer lives, 
including our physical environments and relationships, are all molded by our inner lives of thought, desire, and will. False standards of success must be shunned as misleading lights upon a rocky shore. There can be no true success that is not a natural outgrowth of mental and spiritual unfoldment. The success that changes merely the outer environment of people and leaves the character unimproved is fictitious. Only the person who has risen by their own efforts, who has found and utilized their own powers, and whose outward success is but a sign and proof of their inward growth, is entitled to be called successful. No one can honestly desire wealth that they have not earned, position for which they have not fitted themselves, or any outward appearance of power and greatness, which is not a true reflection of spiritual power and greatness within. Therefore, in order to secure this self-unfoldment, we need, especially in this day, to be on guard against the charlatanism which unfortunately has entered such philosophies as the Law of Attraction movement. It is found in the extravagant advertising and glowing promises of many professed teachers who claim that they can do wonderful things in making your life more successful. I do not dispute for a moment the help that one honest, earnest soul can give to another in life's stern battle. We are certainly made to help each other, and altruistic effort for the good of others is one of the supreme laws of our soul's growth. But the only real help that another can give you will be by directing your thought, will, and effort towards self-growth, rather than reliance on any teacher or any system of teaching. When you come to realize that all true success is the natural outgrowth of mental and spiritual unfoldment, and that for securing this soul growth you must look to your own will, your own effort, your own awakened higher nature, to the God within rather than to help from without, then you have taken the first real step toward true success. To realize oneself is the first necessity of every life. Self-knowledge is the road to power, because it leads us into the channels of universal law. When you learn of yourself, you learn that you cannot live to and by yourself, but must come into harmonious relationship with your community and with natural law. You see yourself related to all the universe, and as each atom serves a universal end, so you must learn to live for the universal good. No selfish person ever reached the highest success broad aims, noble altruistic purposes, and earnestness of spirit bring us into touch with all nature and cause streams of power to flow in upon our being from the four quarters of heaven. 
Every individual should realize the pregnant truth that the greatest talent, power, and possibility ever manifested in the greatest life recorded on history's pages lies awaiting development within themselves. The difference between the weakest life and the strongest, between the most successful life and the greatest life failure, is largely the difference between awakened and dormant thought forces and powers of the soul. Your first effort must be there for the awakening of yourself, as the outer life is but an expression of the inner thought and spirit forces. You must first set up the kingdom within. This setting up of the kingdom is the liberation, direction, and use of the mighty forces of your own being, in thought, desire, and will. Just as humanity has liberated the forces of heat, steam, and electricity, and directs them to useful ends, so must we learn to free and utilize the greater powers within the soul. Every person must destroy their belief in their own limitations, expel their fears, banish their doubts, and cultivate the mood of success. It is infinitely more important you should have faith in yourself than that all the world should have faith in you. You must form the mental mood of success and make it permanent. This permanent mood of hope, faith, trust, desire, and cheer will set magnetic currents vibrating which will in time affect the environment of your life. Mightier are these vibrating currents generated by thought force under right moods and conditions than all bodily activity without them. Cease now all wasteful and injurious expenditures of thought power, such as hate, worry, and anxiety. These weaken and harm your nature. Cultivate the love element of your being. It is a magnetic force which will increase the soul's power and enrich your life with untold good. It is the soul's native atmosphere and sunshine. Love organizes and harmonizes the soul powers, and calls them into constant exercise, leading to happiness as a natural and inevitable result. Remember the time to be happy is now, the place here, and the duty and privilege belong to every soul. Remember that nature's evident intention is the happiness of each soul and the success of each life. You have therefore a divine right to happiness and success. Claim your heritage. One thing to be conquered is ignorance. Cultivate an insatiable desire to know especially to know all about yourself. As you grow in knowledge, you grow toward omnipotence. Explore every part of your nature, and find and remove every sham and falsity of your being, for nothing is permanent, powerful, and successful that is not true and good. 
Remember that your spiritual powers are born of calmness and repose. Keep therefore your inner nature unperturbed. From this calm center of reposeful power within you, send forth the mighty forces of thought and desire which shall work your sovereign will. Remember also that high ideals are necessary to greatest success. Form therefore the highest possible ideals of what you would have your body, your home, your business, your influence, your friends, your entire environment become. Live as far as possible this ideal life. The constant cherishing of lofty ideals will form the molds into which all the environments of your life will naturally shape themselves, just as molten metal takes shape from its surroundings. Most people fail from low ideals, their ideal of the power and possibility inherent within themselves is too low. Their ideal of what constitutes success is too low. Until we realize that the ability to conceive of great results is a pledge and promise of the soul's power to achieve them, we will continue to fall below what should be our ideals and consequently to fail in achieving the possibilities of success before us. Emerson's advice to hitch one's wagon to a star is truly philosophical in that the seemingly impossible is to a daring and resolute spirit actually possible, and that an attempt to reach the apparently unattainable will always result in a greater measure of success than a life without lofty and noble aspirations. High ideals in relation to character and achievement aid people in two ways. First by arousing soul powers and energies that would never become active under the stimulation of ordinary ideals. And secondly, by concentrating the life energies on a single great aim. In every nature, the reserve force is much greater than the active force. A lofty ambition, an exalted purpose, a pure and holy ideal, calls forth the hidden soul powers and sets the whole nature on fire. The person who can awaken their whole nature is sure of success. The Inspirational Living Podcast is a production of The Living Hour. Get your own private feed to our podcast with full transcripts delivered right to your smartphone by becoming our patron today. It costs less than a cup of coffee a month and will ensure the production of our podcast for years to come. Visit livinghour.org slash patron. Thanks for listening. I look forward to talking with you next time.